Hello! Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children, the podcast where I share the recordings of the bedtime stories I've improvised for my children over the years. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. In today's story, told originally in late September of 2008, we tell the story of some children in a neighborhood who have a rather unique relationship with a bird that flies over. I hope you enjoy this story, and Happy New Year! a strange bird with golden wings. It would fly over the neighborhood every day. The children who lived in the neighborhood would come outside and watch it fly over. They always knew when it was time for the bird to fly over, because the bird always flew over right around the time that the children finished their afternoon snacks. And they would feed it They would take little crusts of bread from their peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. They would take... uh, Had they they, named it? They had not named it at this point, no. They would take apple cores and pear cores, and they would uh, take them outside with them. The bird did not like to land, and so they had found that if they broke up their cores or their crusts or their little bits of leftovers and toss them up into the air, the bird would swoop down with a flash of golden wings and catch the morsel in midair. It's a morsel. A morsel is a small piece of food. All the children in the neighborhood liked to come out and watch the bird fly over and feed it. But there were three children in particular that were more faithful than the others. They were outside every single day, pretty much. There was Tanya, and she came out. Even on days when she was sick, Tanya was four years old. And just like me. Just like you, and sort of like you, she had curly hair, but her curly hair was red. Tanya loved peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and she always brought out the crusts to feed the bird with the golden wings. She called the bird with the golden wings Fred, and she always told her mommy when she was going outside, she said, I'm going to feed Fred, and mommy would say bye-bye. And the second person who always came outside to feed the bird was a little boy who was six years old, named Teddy. Teddy liked to have oranges for his snack, and he would always save a section of the orange to throw it to the bird. He called the bird Rufus which Tanya thought was a silly name, but Teddy didn't care. The third child who always liked to come outside and see the bird was a girl. She was eight years old, and her name was Octavia. Octavia? Octavia, and... Was she a girl or a boy? She was a girl. And there's one boy. There's one boy. Right, and there are a lot of other kids who come sometimes, but those three were always outside. Octavia... It called the bird Venus. Venus? Yes, Venus. And Octavia dearly loved peanut butter. And she had mastered the art of bringing a little bit of peanut butter outside and wiping it onto a small leaf and flicking it up in the air so that Venus could catch it in midair and eat it. But one day, Octavia and Teddy and Tanya were outside. They had all just finished their snacks, 
and they were standing outside in the grassy area between their houses, and they were looking for the bird. The bird usually approached from the north, and they knew it, so they were all looking north. And they had been standing there for a couple minutes, and the bird had still not come. This was very unusual. As a matter of fact, it had never happened before. And although at first they had been chatting with each other, they had started to get quiet as they looked around. Tanya took to turning in circles, looking in all directions, in oh. case maybe um, the bird was coming from a different direction than usual. And after a couple of minutes, Teddy leaned over and asked Octavia, he said, do you think something's wrong? I don't know, said Octavia. She said, maybe we should go look for the bird. So they all went inside their houses, and their mommies all said that as long as they stuck together and they did not leave the neighborhood, that they could take a walk. So they walked out of the little cul-de-sac where their houses were. A cul-de-sac? A cul-de-sac is a little short street that ends in a circle, with kind of a grassy area in the middle of the circle, and the houses are around the outside of the circle. Anyway, they left the cul-de-sac and got to the cross street, and they turned north. They had walked for just a couple minutes when Tanya pointed up into a tree. Tanya said, look, a plastic bag stuck in a tree. Tanya was particularly good at noticing plastic bags stuck in trees. Just like me. Just like you. And Teddy and Octavia were used to her saying things like that. So they didn't even look at first. But as they walked along, Tanya sort of looked at the bag again. She noticed there was something peculiar about it. She said, hey, that bag is moving too much. And Teddy looked up, and he looked at the bag, and he sort of squinted. And he said, I think there's something inside it. And then Octavia looked up, and they all went over, and they stood under the tree. And they looked up in the tree, and they could see that there was indeed something stuck in the plastic bag. Well, they decided that they should try and find out. Teddy picked up a rock, and he said, here, I'll knock, the, I'll knock it out of the tree. And Octavia said, no, what if you hurt whatever's in the bag? And Teddy said, oh, yeah, you're right, okay. And so Octavia said, we'll have to climb up. And so first, Tanya tried climbing up, but she couldn't climb up because she couldn't quite reach the branches, and so Octavia jumped she reached the branches and she climbed up, but when she got to the branch that had the bag on it, it was too far out and she was too big to get out on that branch. So they boosted Teddy up and Teddy stood on the lowest branch and Octavia lifted up Tanya and Teddy helped her up and they climbed up together and Tanya climbed way, way out on the branch so much she sort of had to hug the branch and she was a little scared. and. As she got close to the bag, she could see it shaking because whatever was in there knew that someone was coming close and it was scared. And she reached out and she managed to just poke the bag enough that the top came open and out flew the bird with the golden wings. They had freed it. It had gotten stuck in a plastic bag. And Tanya just lay on the branch. She reached into her pocket and she reached out and she pulled out her crust peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And the bird flew around the tree once, and Tanya stretched out her hand with the crust on it, and something that had never happened before happened. The bird came down, and it perched right on her finger. 
and it pecked the peanut butter and jelly crust out of her hand. And then Teddy did the same thing with his slice of orange, and it came and it perched on his hand, and it ate the slice of orange out of his hand. And then it did the same thing for Octavia, and she and her little leaf that had peanut butter on it. And then it flew off to the south, just like it did every day. And the next day, they hoped that maybe the bird would land. They told all the other kids in the neighborhood, and they came out to see if maybe the bird would land on their hands. But the bird never did again in all the years that it flew over. They always had to throw their thing, their snacks up to it, except for that one day. And when Teddy and Octavia and Tanya spoke to one another, they decided amongst themselves that that must have been the bird's way of saying thank you on that day when they had rescued it. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but heckling and clever commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and the logo was designed by Silas Wendelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the stories, please tell them about the show. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and preview snippets are posted to most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. <laughs>